G'day guys, welcome to Talk Shop, the workshop talk show. We are your hosts, Al and Imo, husband and wife duo, building our dream lifestyle one project at a time. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we work. And pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. G'day guys, this is Talk Shop and you're back with Al and Imo and today's episode is just a quick sort of powwow about what we've been up to. Yeah, these episodes are just a little bit behind the scenes. They'll be just about our business, our life, our family, what's going on. And, you know, life just keeps moving. We're living in this kind of weird world, but life just keeps going on. Mondays keep ticking around and we're back again. Yeah, it's kind of like Groundhog Day or Groundhog Week. Like you said, the weekend comes and goes and you're just like, oh, we didn't really like do anything to break up the week. The week didn't end it's just repeating yeah i know should we straight off the bat ban the c word on the show the vid the vid yeah we could we could i don't really mind to be honest it's just an annoying topic so yeah we could ban it (laughs) let's make this a a c a c word free zone zone. a c free zone yeah i think there's enough of it around i'm a bit can't they (laughs) (laughs) i'm a bit fatigued that's a good c word the whole, uh, yeah, the, the life we're living. But anyway, we're bringing this show. We're really excited. You know, we haven't recorded many podcasts. We've kind of done a bit of a, t- a few test runs and realized it's not really, I don't know, we weren't super happy with them. Yeah. So this is just one where we're just going to do it and we're going to put it out there and you guys are going to hopefully get something out of it. If not entertainment, then at least maybe you'll learn something, hopefully. <laughs> but yeah, we're actually recording this episode sitting on our bed. Our dog Weens just had a haircut this week and it was pretty, pretty <laughs> devastating, wasn't it, to say the least? Oh, she is such a beautiful dog and she kind of looks like it's not a good haircut. And I know I've had bad haircuts before in the past and it is not a good vibe. And I think she's a bit sad, but I also think it was her first haircut and she might have been a little bit upset with the whole experience because leaving her there was really sad. Yeah, it was pretty, I don't know what it was like because you actually took her in, but I kind of set it up that way where I was like, no, no, you can take her in. That's all right. And then I just stayed back in the car. So she hates me. Yeah, I'm the one who took her I associate you with all the the negative things. So she just loves me and all our fun ball throwing outings that we go on. Fun dad. (laughs) Yeah, no, but um, yeah, haircuts can be one of those things that like if you get a bad one you're like fuck i gotta gotta grow back or like i gotta do something at least you can wear a hat you know ween cannot wear a hat i'm going bald so i don't think there's much uh hope for me yeah but you look great in a hat there's not a lot of options of haircuts (laughs) (laughs) i um actually was googling this morning dog jackets because i thought maybe she'd feel better if she had a jacket on but you know i think we're just gonna have to get used to it she does look pretty cute she's actually curled up at our feet on the end of the bed right now having a little snooze yeah she's very cute so i don't know i'm hoping that the hair comes back quickly you know but like talking about first goldie's first night in her own bed was also this week and guess who cried the most. It was me. <laughs> Goldie seamlessly transitioned into her cot, like no problems at all. She was like. She couldn't wait to get out of our room, really. Oh, she was stoked. She had the best sleep. She didn't cry. She didn't fuss. And I was like, you don't even need us anymore. Like what's going on here? I was a little bit upset that she wasn't upset. It's still weird because we've got her bassinet 
in our room. I'm looking at it right now. And, you know, she basically from the moment she was born at this time, we were recording at night, she would always be in there and we'd hear this like, like the white noise. And I don't know, it's very strange, you know, parenting so weird because everything happens so fast. And before you know it, they're doing something completely different to what they were a month ago. And you're like, where did the time go? And it just passes you by. So you got to really enjoy all those moments, don't you? Yeah. And she's so fun at the moment. Like, I really wish I could just press pause. But I say this every week. I'm like, I just wish I could press pause. She's growing too fast. But she's so sweet. She's like super giggly and like really engaged. And I took her out today for coffee and she's such a chiller. Like, we're so lucky. Like, she just like hung out in her pram. She was looking around and then I picked her up and had her sitting on my lap and I was just doing some emails and she was just so curious looking around getting everybody's attention she's just the best I just love her I'm obsessed I know you almost feel guilty like talking about it because a lot of babies I hear aren't like that so it's kind of crazy to you know always be expecting that we're going to have this suki la baby and not to say that she's never like that because we've had moments where we're pulling our hair out but majority of the time she's a bloody good kid isn't yeah she? I think it's just embracing where they are and really enjoying them when they're like in the best moods ever and trying not to get too anxious about what's to come because I think there's like all this fear about oh they're about to enter the next leap or this is going on Goldie's in a leap right now and if anyone's listening to this and does not know what I'm talking about babies have these developmental leaps you'll learn about it at some stage but basically these leaps mean that they're just going to cry and sook and they need attention and you're kind of told that it's like going to be the worst thing ever. To be fair though, some of the leaps she's been through so far have been like that. They've been a bit sooky, but they haven't been like end of the world. Yeah, but we've had like bad night's sleep and we're like, oh, what the hell's going on? She's been, you know, she's never like this. And then you check the app and you're like, oh, Mm. oh, she's in one of those leaps. So yeah, it definitely helps to know when the leaps are because it can sort of explain what's going on. Yeah, she's pretty good. This time around, she's doing really well through this one. It's like she's the happiest little kid at the moment. It's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so she's such a good kid. I just love her so much. And every single day seeing her come out into the workshop, you bring her out and she just curiously looks around and smiling and oh, it's just so cute. And like you said, you. You kind of want her to stay this way, but she just gets better. So you're like, oh, I wish this would last forever. But then the next week you're like, oh, this is so good. I wish this would last forever. So I know she's just <laughs> this past week has started resting her head on my shoulder. Like up until now, like when she was a newborn, she'd like sleep on my chest. And then now, and then she got like really excited and she'd like look around and she didn't want to like, she just was so curious. But now she's like putting her head, like resting on my shoulder and like giving me cuddles. And yeah, that's really special. And, you know, you and I have been preparing for her starting solids soon, Mm. soon soonish. So we've been reading this book called Milk to Meals and we've been reading like it out loud to each other. And it's, I think, the only book we've had time to read (laughs) recently. But, yeah, it's so interesting going like all of a sudden it's like, oh, my gosh, we're going to be introducing solids. Like I feel like she was only just born. I know. And like the other thing with having her not sleeping in our bedroom is I feel like instantly we're getting better sleep. Like it just happened instantly. We're not hearing her through the night and she's not hearing us. So it like just makes such a difference. And Edwina, our dog. Yeah. So all all of us were in the same room and some nights Wayne would be scratching around, Goldie would wake up, we'd roll over. It was a bit of a mad, madhouse. Yeah, but I tell you what was kind of um, making it a little bit hard to sleep was that bloody squid game too. 
Oh, <laughs> don't eat Everyone's it. talking about it. Every podcast I listen to, they're like, have you seen Squid Game? Squid Game this and Squid Game. And then, like, you just showed me something on Instagram of people making the little things that they make on Squid Game. And Well, I just don't think we should give too much away because if someone's listening to this and they haven't watched it, it's kind of one of those shows that you just – Basically, when we started watching it, I was like, I just want to finish this as quickly as possible and move on with my life because it's so intense while you're in it and you don't know what's going to happen and it's really suspenseful. It's so interesting, though. I found it like it's such an interesting concept for a show. And I suppose it's like they've done things like it before. But it just mentally takes up so much space in your brain when you're watching a show like that and it's really intense. Yeah. And so I just wanted to like crush it and move on. Yeah, definitely. With a newborn baby, we've been spending a lot of time in bed. And since getting our new mattress, I found everything so much more comfortable. The mattress is nice and flat, meaning Goldie doesn't roll into either of us during our morning coffee and cuddles. Our old spring mattress was so bad that my hips would sink low and caused a lot of pain while breastfeeding. Since switching to Peace Lily, my back and hip pain has disappeared. We may not be getting as much sleep as we used to pre-Goldie, but the sleep we do get now is of a much higher quality. My only wish is that I had this mattress when I was pregnant. When we spoke to Peace Lily, they told us about how most mattresses are purchased with a four to five year lifetime in mind. Unlike most mattresses, Peace Lily comes with a 25 year warranty. These guys have changed the game and provide a product that is made to last a lifetime, just like our beds. They are made from sustainably harvest, 100% natural latex rubber foam. The cover is made from certified organic cotton and they've even created a natural latex glue which makes them the most sustainable mattresses that you can purchase in Australia. I love knowing that there are no nasties and that my family is getting a really healthy sleep. The last time we bought a mattress, we couldn't get out of the shop quick enough. And in hindsight, we ended up with a mattress that was way too soft and not right for us. The great thing about Peace Lily mattresses is they have a medium and a firm side and come with a 100 night sleep trial so you can figure out what works best for you. We've been flipping ours back and forth and have decided that firm is the way to go. We are proud to support companies like Peace Lily who align with our life mantra. Good design for good people. Follow the link in this episode description to find out more about Peace Lily mattresses. And from our family to yours, sweet dreams. Yeah, so what else did we do this week? We've been doing those, we've just set ourselves these like little dinner tasks. Yes. Recently, which is so good. Like So when Goldie was born, we uh, when she was six weeks old, we went to like our family parents group thing and our local council runs this program called Baby Makes Three. And one of the evenings and sessions, they had this discussion about like the difference between being responsible for a task and actually doing the task and how being responsible for a task can be really mentally taxing, even if you're not doing it yourself. And so basically the activity was to kind of write down all of the household um, chores or tasks and then like really divide them up and talk about like expectations of each other. And and one thing we did was divide up dinners. So like Al takes over half the dinners for the week and I am responsible for the other half of the dinners of the week. And then now we've kind of turned it into a bit of a challenge where we, the other week we picked a different cuisine for each other. And then this week we've picked a different cookbook for each other and then it's up to us to kind of come up with a really creative dinner and it's become a little competitive i wouldn't say competitive i'd say in a good it's way it's just exciting like it's exciting to see what you're gonna cook with my you know like i have a little bit of a suggestion for you like whether it's the book or the cuisine 
and vice versa. And this week I cooked out of the Falliston book, which you wanted me to cook out of. And my God, those meatballs with peas and tomato sauce. If anyone out there is listening has that book, definitely give this one a crack because it was so delicious. Middle Eastern food is my jam. And yeah. this was like one of the best dinners that we have eaten in our house ever. Yeah. I'm still dreaming about Just it. Just with a side of rice too, like plain rice and the meatballs and tomato sauce it's got like feta melted into it and cook you sort of like bake it in the oven so the feta all melts in oh and really beautiful spices and mint and it was just delicious if you like big flavor that is a, such an epic recipe and i highly recommend yeah. and then last night i cooked out of otolenghi simple and i did fish and parsnip cakes and they were really yum mate they were fantastic like there's a couple of leftovers and i'm i'm eyeing them off <laughs> You know what, though? Ottolinghi can do no wrong. Yeah, Anything. I know. We've not cooked any of his recipes and been like, oh, I wouldn't do that again. Like every time we cook it, we're like, whoa. They are so amazing. good. Uh, this week has been a pretty big week. If you've been following us on Insta um, or the socials, you would notice that I've been asking a lot of questions about people who are like wanting to start a business or started one and what their struggles and fears are around that. So Al and I are in the process of developing an online course and we've been wanting to do this for a really long time and now feels like the perfect timing to do it. So I'm currently enrolled in a course to learn how to create an online course. If you believe there's even such a thing, it is wild, but it's amazing. It's giving me this structure of like actually how to produce a course. And this week, all I had to do was validate my idea. So I've spent all week calling established makers, beginner makers, people who want to become makers and figuring out where their biggest struggles and challenges are within their business to make sure that our course really hits all of those pain points. Yeah, we're really excited to bring this like mini course on setting up a business and then figuring out how to market this business and the kind of all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that's not the actual making part. Yeah, it's sort of like a step-by-step -step guide of how to sell your product, whatever it is that you're good at and you want to be doing for a living. It's basically just a guide on how to do that effectively and get the customer base that you want to get with the right marketing tools. Yeah, so my background, for anyone listening who doesn't know, my background's in marketing and design. And I think Al and I have got a really good partnership going on. And so often you say gosh, I don't know what I would do without you and how I'd run this business. So I'm like, oh, maybe I can be that person for other makers. And, you know, the ultimate goal is to have more amazing furniture in people's homes and less crap in landfill. So if we can help these incredible makers get their work out there, because chances are, if you're really good at making, you might not be amazing at marketing. Like it is so hard to wear all of the different hats. So that's where the course is at the moment. It is very early developmental development. Developmental stages. Developing stages. It's in the early stages. We're creating it, um, but we're just really making sure that we're hitting all of those pain points and getting exactly the right information in the course. And I have had so much fun talking to people all week on the phone. I was really nervous about it at first. And on Monday night, I was like, I don't think I can do this. I don't want to reach out. Like, I feel like a bit of an idiot. And then Tuesday morning, I woke up and I just sent out messages to people saying, Hey, would you be interested in jumping on the phone with me? Every single person wrote back yes. The conversations were meant to be 15 to 20 minutes. They were all like 35 to 40 minutes long. And it was so nice to just talk to other makers and hear that everyone still feels the same. Like, Yeah, it was interesting to talk to you afterwards because 
everyone seems to have a similar set of problems. Like some people had different ones, you know, where they just didn't know how to do storytelling or something like that. But then a lot of people came back to the same issues where they had the fear of putting themselves out there. They didn't know how to set up all the processes behind the scenes. And then marketing their product to the right people was such an issue, which is exactly what we were putting in the course. So it was ticking all the boxes in our heads, like this is the thing that people need. Yeah. And I think one thing was like kept coming up was people were so stressed about Instagram, like so stressed yeah. about like getting posts out there. And I just want people to kind of shake that stress off because realistically your post has probably seen 6% of the people who follow you. And I think that's the stat. And out of that 6%, who's actually a potential customer? So it's like this different avenues to find customers. Like we find all of our customers through Google. Yeah. And then we nurture the customers that inquire with us through email. And most of the time our customers come to us three years later and they're ready to purchase. They've saved up their money. They're ready to buy. So this is what I want to teach people in the course is finding the right customers, having the right price point, and then being able to sell your product and feel really happy about making the right money and serving the right people. Yeah. Yeah. And also having the right processes on the back end of your business to sort of seamlessly be able to make, make time for actually doing the things you love, but also not be worried about like putting away your tax and putting away all these expenses money that you need to be keeping an eye on. Cause if you let that stuff go for too long, it can be a nightmare. Like when we first started out, we didn't do all that stuff. And that's the information we want to give to people so that they, they start out on the right foot and they're not getting behind on like putting tax savings away and things like that. Yeah, totally. I think one of the major things that come from when I talk to established makers is burnout. Like yeah. this word burnout keeps coming up because they started, you start a business because you love what you're doing. It's this really fun passion project. And then you want to monetize it and it goes from being a hobby to a business. And when it becomes a business, you have to wear all of these different hats. You're an accountant, you're doing marketing, you know, you're doing customer service processes, logistics. Like there's all of these other things that are involved apart from just making. And that's where we want to bridge the gap. And that's where we want to help people. And I think if you set these processes up really well from the beginning, it means that you're not going to get to this point of complete burnout where you absolutely hate what you do because it's taken all the fun out of it because you are just stressed. Yeah, I remember when we started out and we would just sort of like take people's money, put it in this. We just had one bank account where it all went into and we would just let it build up and build up. And we'd be like, wow, wow, we're making such good money. And then all of a sudden tax time would come around and we'd receive a tax bill for like 12 grand or something. And we'd be like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Like, that's all our money in our bank account. How are we going to pay our bills and do all these things? And yeah, it was just something we had to learn the hard way, but you guys listening out there don't have to do it that way. It's not the way it should be done. And there's a much easier way to do things from the get go. Yeah. And I think particularly for you and I, we didn't grow up with business business mentors, mentors really. at yeah, all. No, yeah. I had a little bit of experience before starting our business with invoicing and doing things like that because I was a chippy and I did a bit of work on my own. Yeah, we never really set up these business strategies before we actually started, did we? Yeah. So basically we want to fast track all of you. 
<laughs> anyone listening yeah. who's interested to a position where you feel a lot more comfortable and your business is running seamless behind the scenes and then also to customer face as well. So yeah, we're really excited about the course. I'm just pumped. I'm so happy to help people. Like I've been doing this kind of stuff for people for a really long time now, but in all different industries. So to hone in and really target makers and to help people be creative, but also stress-free, I think it's going to be really fun. But if you are listening to this and you want to send your insights, I'd love to hear your biggest fear about starting a business or biggest struggle running one. You can either contact us through Instagram on the DMs or you can email us at g'day at alanimo.com.au. We'd love to hear your feedback and hear what your real pain points are of starting a new business because it can be daunting. Like we had a lot of pushback from ourselves and from other people in the start and you get so many doubts of like, is this the right thing to be doing? Even with this course that we're setting up, we've had those same feelings again, but we keep getting reassured that it's the right thing to be doing by you guys out there, the people Imo's spoken to this week has really like set it in stone for us that this is something people need to know and they they want this information. Yeah, and I think having it specifically tailored to this kind of market of makers is going to be really helpful because, you know, this is a course to run a profitable business from either your home workshop or a small space that you rent. Like this is about the individual, the solo worker, or maybe a duo like Al and I, like our business now pays both of us a really nice salary. We're comfortable. The business makes profit. You know, we're serving the right customers. Al gets to make the things that he absolutely loves to make. You know, he's really kind of niche down on what he's making and creating. We generate an amazing amount of leads and we want to help other businesses do this too, because I see so many incredible makers out there producing the most beautiful furniture and then no one's seen it because they don't know how to sell it online. And that breaks my heart. And that's where I really want to help people. Yeah. So more amazing furniture in people's homes, less crap in landfill. That's the point of this course. Um, but we'll leave it there today. I think that's enough chat. Uh, but we'll come back to the next episode. And yeah, hit subscribe. Yeah. And maybe next week we'll read out a few of you guys' pain points and maybe elaborate a bit more on that. Yeah, I think that'll be great. So subscribe, leave a review, let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, guys.